0: Welcome to Bonjola, a podcast about two women, Amy and Rebecca, who each moved from the United States to Europe to become expats, Amy to Spain and Rebecca to France. We're here to share the highs, the lows, and the logistics of this adventure, encourage you to follow your own move abroad dreams, and remind you that you're not alone when the going gets tough. Enjoy! Bonjola! Bonjola, Amy!
1: How are you this morning.
0: I am good. This is, um, this is our intro episode to our new podcast, Bonjola. So everybody who's listening, I'm Rebecca. I'm Amy. And I will shortly be living in Paris, France. And Amy is currently living
1: in Girona, Girona, Catalonia. If we want to be precise, if we want to be precise, you do not say you're living in Spain when you are living in Catalonia. <laughs>
0: So today's first intro episode is our job is to say what we think this podcast is going to be about. So Amy, what do you think our listeners should expect from this podcast?
1: So the lowdown on this is that you've got these two women who have their own businesses, who are uprooting everything and moving from the United States to Europe. And essentially, we are we're dishing out the reality of what it is like on different visas, moving to different countries, the good, the ugly and um, the glorious, really, because it's it's a messy bag of tricks, I got to tell you. And this is the place for, you know, those of you who are looking to transition to a different country, whether you're retiring or you want a different change of pace. Um, what that actually entails um, at least from two broads who are heading over to Europe. Is there anything you would add? I don't think we plan on holding back much of anything. I'm fully intending on spilling the sangria on all this stuff and uh, sharing what it's really like. And I'm also moving with, um, you know, married with a child, right, which is a different experience than you have, Rebecca, mm-hmm. um, and that process of transitioning to Spain um, or Catalonia. And And what we've discovered in the process of doing that as it's occurring. What do you feel our listeners are going to get from our episodes, Rebecca?
0: Well, I um, expect a little bit of a hot mess because that's exactly how I feel about moving to Europe. I feel like it is this crazy chaos um, that we're choosing for our own lives, uh, which comes with, I think, a lot of self-reflection and a lot of self-doubt. Um, I, my, I am, as I mentioned, moving to Paris, France, and I am moving with my husband and furry child, my cat. So I'll be talking about the logistics of moving with the cat. And, um, like I expect this podcast to be very practical, very logistics focused. Like, okay, what did we have to do today? What did we have to navigate today? Um, but I also expect it to be about the emotional logistics, like how did we survive today and how much are we drinking? Um, there might be drinking during the podcast. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good idea. It's almost always a good idea. <laughs> um, there, will, I, I expect there will probably be some tears. And I know that for both you and I, Amy, we want to not make this overly produced. We really want this to be something where people come who you know do aspire to move to Europe and want to know what it's really like so
1: that they can do it as successfully as possible, which is why I know we hope for ourselves as well. It's certainly what I'm hoping. At the very least, one I think one thing that people will have increased awareness of just from listening to our experiences. Our experiences are potential pitfalls that you don't know until you're in them, right? Like certainly the process that it took for us to get to to get to Spain and to get our visa approved. Um I had quite a few surprises that, you know, weren't in the fine print (laughs) when the Spanish government released the visa requirements last year. So that, you know, sort of real-time, real-time storytelling and some of those nuanced details get lost after you've been there and done that and you're rewriting, recording something that has already happened. So one of the things that I really love about what we're doing is that I'm here now and I can remember things, but you are living through where I was living this last spring. And, you know, like I said, when we first connected, my heart is going out to you right now with your 71 days left until your move date.
0: Indeed. In fact, speaking of timing, I think two things to, to mention. Um, one is we do not promise to go in chronological order because This transition is chaotic, and putting that much pressure on ourselves to do things in some sort of prescribed order doesn't fit. It doesn't fit at all. And also, it's important to remember that this is our unique experiences on the visas we've chosen. Um, And even as we've gone through this, Amy, I think you'd agree that the advice we get There are no, there's a lot of gray area. There's no hard and fast rules. So obviously we want to share exactly what we've decided and why, but know that every single journey to become an expat is going to be unique. And you want to definitely check with your own lawyers or helpers or whatever. Like you may not get to follow exactly the same path we did because literally, I mean, Everybody's situation is unique, and the visa
1: requirements literally change from year to year and country to country. Right, exactly. And your visa requirements within a single country may be different depending on which nationality you're originating from. Yep. So it's messy, it's complicated, and I certainly would not have been able to achieve this without a good immigration lawyer, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. And I'm hoping to report back that the one that
0: I've hired is just as good as the one that Amy had.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear about that.
0: Well, I just don't know yet um, because, you know, to sh- start sharing some tidbits, you can't apply for your French visa less than 90 days from when you're moving to France. And so, yeah, I'm only 70 days away. So we're, th- we're thick in it now, but I'm only, what is that, 20 days into working with my lawyer. So I won't know how good he was until... I am living there. That sounds totally stress-free. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah, this journey is super stress-free. Um, I'd say before we wrap up our intro episode, why don't we give listeners a little bit of a sense of who we are, a little bit of a
1: bio. What I know, Amy, you mentioned that we are both business women. Tell us about you. So I am a practicing nutritionist with a private practice called Vibrance Nutrition. And I have been in practice for 20 years. I've been exclusively online since, oh gosh, probably 2018 or so. And I and my husband and my son moved to Girona, Spain, uh, or Girona, Catalonia, Spain, um, looking for a more humane Lifestyle than we were experiencing on the west coast of the United States, so that's what brings us into into Spain and um, specifically, we wanted a spanish speaking country um, to gain fluency in that language because you have a Latin American background i believe yeah I'm half Mexican but don't have fluency um, in my paternal tongue, and you know we did look at Mexico for a hot minute and decided that Their um, governance was was a different flavor of effed up than what we were accustomed to. And it would have been at the very least a lateral move. (laughs) And we were really looking for something a little bit better. So we're hoping that hoping that we find it here. Uh,
0: Yeah. And I would say that, you know, that's part of the decision about where you're going to live, because every government's a little bit effed up. So which flavor do we want?
1: Exactly. (laughs) It's like dating. Who can you date whose baggage doesn't trigger your baggage? Exactly.
0: We're all funny-shaped puzzle pieces. It's, it's just a matter of finding the right funny-shaped puzzle piece that goes with you.
1: I like that. So share a little bit about yourself, Rebecca, and what takes you to Paris. Well, I have
0: run an interior design company for the last 15 years in Seattle, Washington. It was all very hyper-local, very much in person. And so, unlike you, I was not digitally ready to make this move. So I've spent the last year transitioning from what was my side gig of coaching other business owners, other interior designers, to making that my main gig entirely online because my husband has wanted to move to France and go to Le Cordon Bleu to go to culinary school since he was like six years old. so we have put that in motion. And that's why we're moving to France. It's specifically because he'll be going to culinary school. And so my job has been to figure out how will I run my new business, the new version of my business from Paris. Um, I'm thinking a lot about my passive income streams and time zone differences and things like that. And let's see. Yeah, I I don't know what else to say about myself. My whole world is my business. You know, like some people have other hobbies. (laughs) I do I definitely like, I love going to burlesque shows. I love going to costume parties. Um, I love a good zombie apocalypse movie, but those are all kind of footnotes to me being a businesswoman. That's definitely the thing that I obsess about.
1: I think that is um, actually a little bit of an understatement, but. (laughs) (laughs) So just
0: so everybody knows, Amy and I have known each other for a long time. And in fact, I worked with you, Amy, back when I was I going through my last massive transition. I got divorced and started my last business. And Amy was a huge part of me making those transitions in a really healthy way. So unfortunately or fortunately, Amy knows me extremely well and might call me out sometimes on this podcast. <laughs> But she comes with lots of what we call old Mexican grandma wisdom. So true. it's always good advice. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we close out our intro episode? I don't think so. I think that's a wrap for today. Well, uh, over the next few episodes, we'll figure out how we're going to say goodbye to you all. But for today, I'm going to go with my French version of a bientot, which means until
1: very soon. And I'll share one of the few Catalan words that I actually know. For goodbye. Adieu! We hope you enjoyed this episode of
0: Bonjola. If you did, the best thing you can do is share it with another person brave enough to move abroad. See you next time!